Oh shit, here they come again. It's the Bamfcast. One star, we're in. Alright, welcome to the Bamfcast. Episode Ocho. Oh shit. We've hit the Ocho. The Ocho. Man. Yeah, we're going to run out of numbers I know soon. (laughs) For when you just can't get enough dodgeball. It's the Ocho. So this week, um, we decided to watch a perennial classic favorite of mine, and that is the Hudson Hawk. Which was excellent. Two out of three Bamcasters agree. <laughs> the other oh, one's yeah. just a dick. 66.6666%. <laughs> yeah. Repeating. Like it. Start us off well, with Why don't we uh, sandwich uh, in the hate? So, Beej, why don't you take us uh, for the Hudson Hawk? Uh, well, uh, how about we knock out a... Uh, yeah, let's knock out the... Uh, little synopsis first. All right. Courtesy well, of the Internet Movie Database, <laughs> once again. Where all good podcasters steal from. <laughs> That's right, Harlow. Heck yeah. Yeah. Steal. Uh, okay, so Hudson Hawk. I mean, like I, like I actually really need to read something, but... Cat burglar. Eddie Hawkins, a.k.a. Hudson Hawk, has just been released from 10 years of prison and is planning to spend the rest of his life honestly. But then the crazy Mayflower couple blackmail him to steal some of the works of Leonardo da Vinci. If he refuses, they threaten to kill his friend Tommy. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a pretty reasonable synopsis. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, sure. that does. Yeah, da Vinci so they can turn lead into gold. Right. Yes. Alchemy. Alchemy. <laughs> Apparently, Da Vinci figured out. So yeah, in I, a flashback, it was that uh, starts the movie. I think it was time that we, you know, finally bite the bullet and tackle a comedy. We haven't done yeah. that, and uh, you know, so here we go. Yeah. Beach. Um, God, this movie was ridiculous funny. Um, it's Bruce Willis doing his best Eddie Valiant, or you know, Bruce Willis setting the stage for Eddie Valiant. Um, no, not sure which other way around, but because um, I don't remember when. Who yeah, Roger Rabbit was sometime in the eighties. This was Roger Rabbit was eighty eight. It was like three years earlier. Yeah, than okay, Hudson Hawk. <clears throat> so um, really enjoyed it. It's really over, kind of overdone, but uh, it really works. Kind of like a live action cartoon, as it was described earlier by one of one of us. Uh, I think that was Harlow. <clears throat> sure, I'll take credit. Yeah, sure. Um, it's just really fun and kind of ridiculous. Um, Sandra Bernhardt, of course, is being Sandra Bernhardt, which is so obnoxious you want to reach through the reach through the screen and slap the shit out of her. Yes. David Caruso makes an appearance wearing sunglasses and taking them off and putting them back on. Yes. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, it. It's a lot harder to come up with things to say when you enjoyed a movie. Yeah, I guess um, it is. Because I, I really enjoyed it. I'm sure Mackie will have <laughs> loads and loads and loads of hate to spew upon this movie. <laughs> because that's uh, that's what Mackie's made of. We it? secretly replace Mackie's heart with a vile pit of despair and hatred. So let's see if he notices. Oh, I noticed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I noticed. <laughs> so uh, so to spew forth vitriol, I'm going to throw it over to, uh, to the Mac attack. All right. Spew forth. It was a little uneven. Son. <laughs> A little bit. Um, yeah, this is... Um, I can see why you like it. Because I'm crazy? I can see why I don't like it. Because you're crazy? Maybe. <laughs> now, they, uh, where to begin? I'm going to hurt some feelings, aren't I? Go for it. Hey, I have no yeah. feelings. If there's anything that this podcast is well, about, it's It's going to take feelings. a lot to rip the to, love out of my heart. 
to me, it seems like the direction for all actors was choose scenery. If you can overact, do it. If you can act with your face as much as you can, do it. And so everybody from top to bottom does exactly that. And it gets a few laughs here and there, for me at least. My cynical heart was like, oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, there's a rape joke in there. You know, it's always funny. <laughs> Who doesn't laugh at yeah, rape jokes? Especially, you know, when one, when one large guy out of just nowhere asks if they want him to rape Hudson Hawk. Do you want me to rape him? <laughs> and they just kind of ignore him. They're like, no, just read your book. Green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he reads Green Eggs and Ham. It's while they're sitting in just, the Stuart Little car. Yeah, it was like yeah, the tiniest yeah. car possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean the yeah the live action cartoon is very accurate because man, this movie's just weird. I mean, I I don't even know where to start because I mean it's it's strange because it's an R rated movie. You know, there's Danny Aiello saying fucking every other word, which was probably why it got an R rating, just because Danny Aiello can't speak without doing that anyway i think in normal conversation but yeah there's there's a lot of that there's there's a few really really not i wouldn't say really but there's some fairly violent bloody scenes in the movie where people get cut up and but then it's all goofy and cartoony and you get like the coconut sound when they smack two guys heads together (laughs) and the boing you know when somebody gets knocked in the head and you know when he's in the last fight at the end he's flopping his head back and forth and just (laughs) Generally, you know, they speed it up the camera so it looks cartoony, and I don't know. It's it, it's just really weird. Yeah, it's just really, really weird, and I don't know. I mean, the the last were here and there, but I don't think I'll be watching this one again. Okay, whenever you show it again, which it's, I'm sure will be it's like paying, a week it's from playing twenty four hours a day in my head. I know it is. Come on inside. Yeah. So, what is it that you that that you love about this movie? What what is the I, I guess this is the prob- hook. I guess you. this is probably one of the first movies I ever came across that was probably just to this degree of a what the fuck, really. I yeah, mean, well, I, it is I, a what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I think just, I said that a half dozen yeah, times. I, at I least. guess maybe it shocked me into love. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's the best oh, way yeah. to describe it. Is like I mean, the first time I ever saw it, it, it just. It was just so bizarre and and well. Great. Did you catch it on like HBO or something like that, or did you? No, see it a friend of mine or? showed it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we had it on tape or whatever. Um, probably dubbed off of HBO or something in the day. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, he just showed me one afternoon, and you know, we it was one of those ones like we were joking about it before we even really started it because I, I I vaguely remember the uh, previews, which I think the preview mm-hmm. just consisted of that scene with him on the gurney behind the ambulance, if I remember yeah. right. It was just him being dragged, and I think alternate takes of dialogue mm-hmm. from the preview, and that was it. And then maybe like very quick do 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 you know action just to show you that it's more than just Bruce Willis hanging off the back of an ambulance. And that's <laughs> not, not even. Gurney. I mean, there are better action scenes in the movie than that. Uh, yeah, I which know. Which is weird. Yeah, that they would do that. But yeah, I just. I mean, I vaguely remember the previews, and uh, I think it was pretty much instantaneously infamous. I think. Um, but you know, I, I guess like a year or two had gone by, and he pulled it out on video and. I remember we were laughing heartily at the fact that Frank Stallone was in it before we even mm-hmm. like you know credits were rolling and we're like Frank Stallone <laughs> and we're like no can't be any relation to Sylvester and then you see him and it's like quite obvious yes and they make is. a joke that even his brother could understand yeah instructions that they gave him right. so yeah I, I don't know I, I guess it's just the completely corniness of it I guess this kind of wacky humor I guess is my kind of thing. Yeah. 
It does. It does qualify as a bad movie. Yeah, it uh, does. definitely. But it's it, again like the like the ones that we seem to talk quickly about. It's um, it's one that you can enjoy if you if you're prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And I think Mackie's just a seething <laughs> pit of despair. So it's it just I, I don't know. He doesn't know how to handle I, I, joy. I, I, when did we? What, what, how old were you when you saw Goodness Two? Did you see it like when it came out? Yeah. Okay. I mean, is it, would you say that your opinion on it is based a lot on uh, nostalgia? I mean, some, but not were you, all. Were you it. a big fan of the first one too? I mean, I was a huge fan okay. of the first one. The yeah. second one, I when I first saw it, I didn't like it as much. Okay. And then when I saw it, maybe I, I want to say five years ago, I saw it again, yeah. and I liked it much. Yeah. More the second time because I got so many of the references that were okay. there. That's fair enough. Yeah. I, I just to me, it's. There's similar weirdness, really. I mean, there, there is. Than, I mean, I, other I, than the I know exactly the rating difference. I mean, you know, obviously, Gremlins Two is still pretty much meant for kids, mm-hmm. but more for like a, more like a Looney Tune. It's you know, kids can watch it, and then there's things that older people might or might not get yeah. because of the movie references and whatnot. Yeah, but that's that's just the weird thing about this movie is that it's you know it's aimed at adults, and yet it's got all this little yeah. You know, the... I know, I know. <laughs> wacky hijinks. You know, somebody gets hit in the head, you expect little birdies to be flying over <laughs> on them. And... Yeah, uh, I think I think you hit pretty no. pretty much on the on the head there with the, the Who Framed Roger Rabbit-ness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it didn't obviously have any animation. Cartoon rabbits, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. But it wouldn't have felt out of place at all. Not no. terribly, no. I mean, you, it, it, you could almost do a double feature with those two movies. Mm-hmm. And... They really could have just gone ahead and done the birds around the head when somebody got hit. Yeah, especially after the coconut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to use that sound effect, go for it. Right. Yeah. See, my my thing also is, um, you know, I'm a big fan of heist movies. Okay. And, you know, you've got a guy who's like the world's best cat burglar. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I don't know, the, the whole heists are marginalized in it almost. It's like they take him two minutes to pull off each time. <laughs> And, because and he's me, the like, world's best cat burglar. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but to me, it's like the heist movie's about, okay, here's how you plan it out, and here's how you do it well, kind of thing. They yeah. spent some time on that. I think it's just yeah. kind of like that's a backdrop. I mean, Yeah, it, it, it is kind of a backdrop for just... Yeah, a bigger conspiracy. Really. Just lunacy. Yeah. And, I mean, for a goofy movie like this, the plot was pretty convoluted. I mean, really, it's like these, these people are working for these people, these people are working for them, but they're double-crossing them. That, and, and, I think it's something that contributed to the goofiness, though. Yeah, and it's like oh, well, that, whoa, sh- ah, shit. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. There's just so many little things in this I love. Like, I mean, that you know, Richard E. Grant comes out right in the first like two minutes you see him, he goes, "I'm the villain." <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you know, and and then you know, you think, well, there's something bigger going on. No, no, he's just the villain. Like mm-hmm. he was tricking all these other people into mm-hmm. doing what he wanted, and yeah, just like the villain double crosses all of them. Right. You know, that's just fun, fun stuff like that to me. I mean. Like throw the, let's throw the plot out, but I, I think the plot's fairly fairly cohesive. I mean, I mean, it's it did, it's, 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 it's lunacy, confusing, but, but I guess. But you know, it's, it's I mean, you start off you've with seen what? it enough times. Yeah, I guess it starts. You know, it starts off with a five minute sequence. You see Da Vinci back in fourteen ninety whatever, and mm-hmm. you know he's <laughs> like basically working on all of his projects at once, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, he's in the middle of painting, Short the, lifespan, painting the Mona Lisa, already building his flying machine, and 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 working on his his gold alchemy. Ray, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, you you got a short lifespan back then, so you got you <laughs> yeah, got to really bang the project. Every out. day is very important. So yeah, I mean, it's you know, you start with that basically through the credit sequence, and then he, um, I, I think the one of the one of the coolest things about it is it, it's one of those things. I, I like this in movies where um, 
it's like it's up to the audience actually to pick something up. And if there's something actually 100% clever in this movie, I think that's cool because they just, you know, obviously Da Vinci doesn't speak English. They don't bother with subtitles. Nothing mm-hmm. really happens in the beginning that you mm-hmm. need to know other than saying Leonardo. <laughs> and they do say gold mm-hmm. for some reason, which I thought was funny. But he gives that look. And it's like he understands that he he has to dismantle this machine and hide it because he understands what it would do to the world's economy if you could make unlimited gold. Right. And it's like it's all conveyed just by a look. And, you know, it's like if there's one thing that's clever in this movie, it's all done in the credits. You know? Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. and so his plot is, is he hid the three pieces of this crystal that were the basis of the machine and some of his famous works and, you know, let them go out about throughout the world, hopefully never to be reassembled and told the Mayflowers, uh, apparently got the idea off of a in-flight magazine. (laughs) 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 Just one of the, uh, one of the clever Mm -hmm. weird things I think. But yeah. Um, yeah, from there it's, they, you know, they get Hudson Hawk involved to try to steal back the pieces that contain the pieces to this crystal. And, and then, you know, they, they pull in the CIA and the Vatican kind of trick everybody. And everybody's double crossing everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Hudson Hawk doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he's just a he's just a tool. He's Never just, trust the CIA. He's just mugging for the camera. Yeah, yeah. A lot of mugging. Yeah, by yeah. everyone. Shit, it's just fun. It's just fun. Go get it, folks. I guess. Don't fuck <laughs> around. Listen to us. <laughs> no, I, I I find it funny. I mean, like I said, I've said this about other things that appear in like worst movies of all time lists, mm-hmm. and. This was like, I mean, a, I think an out and out winner for the you know worst movie Razzie that year. I don't know. I just what else came out in, on any well, given ninety one right? on any given day of the of the year. I mean, it's like any week, just about. There's a horrible movie out there, especially well, these days. I well, mean, with just, this one, I can see because I mean, I mean, it was a total complete flop. I mean, I'll say right, that. yeah. I mean, it, cost, it says it cost sixty five million and, and grossed at least in the United States less than eighteen. Holy shit! <laughs> I believe it. So yeah. Yeah, because this is one like this is a movie that is designed for critics to hate it. Oh, pretty sure. much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because it, it's so out there, and you know, it's parts of it are actively annoying, like really annoying, <laughs> like really, really, really annoying. It did get a couple laughs out of me. That yeah, it is a terrible movie, but it's a fun terrible movie. All right, yeah. but this this is one you definitely you have to lock into the. You, you really have to buy into the atmosphere that they're creating and the goofiness. And that's all I'm going to say. Right. You guys bought into it. I did not. I'm still I bought, pissed off I, that I kicked your ass in NBA <laughs> Jam again. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. It, it took home three Razzies. Director, picture, screenplay. And it actually was nominated well, again in 2000 for possibly worst picture of the decade. Didn't, really? Didn't wow. Win. Battlefield Earth got it? Uh, that would be my guess. Should have. That would be my guess. Worst picture of the decade. Well, for director, too, I could see that because, I mean, there's a lot of sloppy stuff going on. Right. Showgirls. Oh, Showgirls. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. You know, there's, I mean, there's, just from a directorial standpoint, there's a lot of weird things that don't tie in right. The the timing of certain things is off, especially the action scenes where the reaction feels like, the reaction shot feels like it's suddenly a second later and you've missed something. And I noticed that very early on that, and it gets better as the movie goes on because maybe I got used to it. But early on, it's the action is not framed well and it's not not edited well either. So, I mean, I can see how he would get worst 
director Razzie for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Battlefield, Battlefield Earth didn't win it because it came out in 2000. So oh, I it came out in 2000. I thought it was so, 90. So they okay. were... You know, hey, there's it could be up for this year, yeah. so for this up. decade. We got another year to go. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Um I would say uh I would say Gili is looking like the winner for this coming Ooh. decade. I'm just thinking that probably sheer number ones that it probably took home. Yeah. Which again I think is just overblown hatred for that movie. It's not that terrible. But I, I think a lot of these movies that people really jump on board with worst of worst of worst are just like really it's not Well, I think they're also bad. movies where nobody's seen them. Like Hudson Hawk, I'm sure there are not many people that have seen that movie just because it's one that, like you said, it just when it flopped, it gained such a reputation that people are just like, oh, well, it's it's stupid, it's terrible, and people couldn't tell you anything about it other than Bruce Willis is in it, but they can tell you, oh, well, Hudson, that's a terrible movie. It's like, okay. oh, have you seen it? Mm, no, no, I, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to waste my time watching that. It's stupid. Yeah, which you know, they're. they're they got a point, but <laughs> it's funny that I'm, I'm looking through the winners of like the the worst movies ever, and there's mm-hmm. a couple of them I actually kind of enjoy watching. That's what's really sad. Like the Postman is on here. Oh, the the Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a strange part of me that actually kind of enjoys parts of that movie. Tried to watch that one night, got about ten minutes in, fell the fuck asleep. <laughs> That's your your Dance mm-hmm. of the Wolf syndrome there. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty long. I'll give it that. Uh, but yeah, maybe they could have replaced him with Kevin Klein. I mean, Indecent Proposal, that's on there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> just like, yeah, like I said, what, really? Okay. Well, that's one of those movies, Cocktail? too. It's like some people, they don't like an idea in a movie, like something like Indecent Proposal. Yeah, right. Like if they find the idea offensive about it, you know, just like kind of like is happening with uh, Observe and Report where there's like the whole, the whole quote unquote rape scene in the movie. Right. There's people that are like, you know, they'll immediately go on IMDb or ever give it one star just because of that, even without having seen the movie. And I think that I bet you that's what's going on with Indecent Proposal is that whole, oh, this is offensive. This is a terrible movie. One star, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. sort of knee jerk reaction that people have to it. I That'd be my guess. Like kind of like, well, Brokeback Mountain, even though it still did wonderfully. Um, yeah. There was a lot of that. Oh, oh, oh faggots. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Pretty much. Which is a shame. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen it, and it's just because I, I don't really care. <laughs> I should have looked up the credits for this movie earlier. That's one of the best things ever. Guess who's credited as Bunny the Dog's voice? George Clooney. Frank Welker. Like, really? that voice actor extraordinaire, Frank yeah. Welker. Wow. Yeah. He was straight from That's Gremlins. awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, what happens to that dog is pretty funny. Yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> that dog gets it. <laughs> I, well, early early in the movie, that uh, Bruce Willis is handcuffed with a an interesting contraption that makes a telephone ring sound mm-hmm. um, when it's locked, and the dog comes up and chews on on uh, Hudson's uh, nuts for a couple seconds, I guess, and uh, later in kind of the uh, climax of the movie. The uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like those two words in that <laughs> sentence like that. <laughs> That's one star right there. That's offensive. <laughs> so in the, in, in, the, in the climax of the movie, um, the dog is uh, threatening, once again, Bruce Willis, and so he uses the tennis ball machine and shoots the dog out the window of the Da Vinci castle. 
Yeah, the dog tries to catch the tennis ball and <laughs> right. gets flown out the window. Funny right. ball, ball. Of course, the dog was previously mauling Andy McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> right. Only left two small puncture marks on her uh, neck. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. This I mean, is that's Hudson Hawk. You love it. I love it. I'm BJ sorry. loves it. I'm obviously. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. I'm in the minority here. Yeah. I bought it. You know, it was here. It will be. And here. you are waiting for. The I am Blu-ray. not giving that one away. Ever. Yeah, you're waiting for the Blu-ray. You'll give it away when you get the Blu-ray. Oh, yes. I will make that That's promise. Will I will make that guarantee. It's a Sony I, picture. All right, movie. Sony. Where, I get on it, Sony. You're going to be waiting a while. Make uh, it happen, Sony. It took him a while just to put Hudson Hawk out on DVD. So. <sighs> oh, this is like the, I think, the third incarnation. I was waiting for a properly formatted, you know, like not, you know, anamorphic widescreen, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. So now you have the best possible picture quality. I do. Without being Blu-ray. I do. Short of Blu-ray. Blu-ray, Blu-ray, (laughs) Blu-ray. Blu-ray, Blu-rays. We should get Blu-ray to sponsor us. (laughs) Sponsored by (laughs) Blu-ray. I would love that. (laughs) I'd watch Hudson Hawk and Blu-ray. Wait, no. I wouldn't, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, uh, take a quick break. Yeah, I break, think we're going to take, take a quick break. break, break, break. break, break. Okay. Kick Mackie's ass at NBA Jam again. Oh, snap. He uses the Sonics. Shalom. <laughs> he cheats with the Sonics. Yeah, I cheat because I got a button under the... Benoit uh, Benjamin. you got to be kidding <laughs> I got a, I got a button. This is insanity. I got a button underneath the, the deck that changes your controls. I'm just going to... Randomly. Go through, yeah, I'm going to go through every team. Eventually, I'm going to find a ringer team that I can be with. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. And it's always one point losses too. All right, That's we'll be we'll be guy. back. It makes when, me angry after I've kicked Mackie's ass. Even angrier than again. usual. Woot! That's a challenge, son. Challenge. They got the mustard. Ah. They got the mustard. It's puzzling. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this before. I'm going to go fuck with my Wi-Fi for a second. I got one bar and I think he's going to die. He's gone. Let's actually do the podcast now. Sweet. All right. This is the Bamfcast. Yeah, and good to be uh, here. Good to be here. We're going to be talking about uh, Hudson Hawk yeah. today. And uh, Harlow is mysteriously absent because we hit him on the head and shoved him in a closet. Yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to do after watching this movie. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm going to hit you on the head and shove you in a closet because I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. You're a douchebag. No, that's fine. You suck rotten gun. <laughs> I can't, couldn't even say that without Do you want me to rape him? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking airbag. <laughs> Fucking believe it. Ah. Ah. Kind of nice. That was that. honestly that was better than stealth. Yeah, I'll give it that. It's nice not having that dirty prick around. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, what the? Oh, fuck! Shut God up. damn it! He's like, shh, shh. Hey, you woke up. Hey, welcome. How'd welcome you get out Bamf of the cast? Welcome to the Bamfcast. Huh? You're in via Skype, <laughs> right. <laughs> right here. <laughs> You've Skyped in. <laughs> no, it's more like it's more like. It's good. Oh, look at that! Look at all them bars. Hey, look at the bars. Skype. Can I stop? Why did I pull up a working like a cell phone since last year? That's good chicken. Bam! God damn it! 
All right. Um, so I'm, I'm, well, then we got to finish writing these lyrics here. Then. Outtakes. Okay. Bam. All right. So who's the cast that we'll, we'll cup out when shooting movies, movies are all about? about. Bam. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Not so close. Laughing Not so close. Bam. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Ow. Bam. 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 Could be like that blind dude in the movie. It's <laughs> 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 like a retard with a handful of jelly beans. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so aren't you God. glad you hit record? Yes, absolutely. See, <laughs> this would be lost forever if you uh, hadn't hit record. Yeah, lost to our terrible, terrible minds <laughs> to try to remember it. All right, well, so what's Welcome our... to Bath, Bam Faft. Sorry about this. I know it's a bit silly. Are you on your phone? What the... Checking my fucking I'm making a oh, fucking Jesus podcast Christ. here. Jesus Christ. You goddamn amateur. I wanted it to stop Christ. vibrating in my pocket. I was tired of that shit. No, I prefer it to vibrate in my pocket. All right, ladies, this is what I, what I want you to do. I want you to find the biggest speaker in your house. Put this podcast on it. Turn the treble all the way down. Put it right Turn up next to your JJ. Turn the bass all the way up. Lay that speaker on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and mount it <laughs> like a woolly mastodon. <laughs> like a boss. And lay your taco on it. Yeah. <laughs> and let me pop that taco. This, this podcast makes my taco pop. Pop. <laughs> we're not even doing a podcast tonight, are we? Shush. We're done. We're already done. We haven't even started and we're done. <laughs> oh, we should be doing this live. Diesel power. <laughs> oh. It's got to backfire every once in a while. <laughs> To talk like Duke Nukem? No. Okay. No, actually. <laughs> Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. Let's all talk with real great authority and gravitas. <laughs> well, that, that's honestly like that's what the spirit sounded like. Gravitas. I, I always mean it. Jack when I fucking don't. Bauer is gravitas. <laughs> Giefer Sutherland. I think he listed that among his favorite words, which Donald is so funny. Sutherland. Gravitas? It, yeah, among, in the Inside the Actor Studio with the yeah. Kiefer. Of course. Gravitas. Like, that's all you are, fucking Kiefer. Jesus. Well, that's why it's his favorite I'm word. I'm fucking Gravitas. <laughs> all right. I learned this word to describe myself, and I like myself, so that's my favorite word. And I'm not even going to use a condom when I fuck it. <laughs> city. Bareback. The city is taken Duchess style. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> The city's getting its Slater style. <laughs> getting it from behind. Getting it the wrong way. I'm taking the city in a manhole, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. The city is my mistress. The city's going for the dirt pipe milkshake. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 
I'm visiting the mud pits tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop that! It's silly. In I the words better. of the late, late Bernie Mac. Shit, cut that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he said that? Wow. <laughs> no, I just can't remember. Was that remember. Bernie Mac's <laughs> circumcision? <laughs> Was that... Were those his final words? <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> ah, okay, all right, all right. Okay. Oh, shit, cut that. Oh, wow. He came out of his mama's womb. <laughs> oh, shit, cut that. It's still connected. <laughs> yeah, no, really, cut, all right. cut that. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs>